You are listening to the weekly podcast from Journey Christian Church. For more information about Journey, please check out our website at journeychristian.com. We are a community of fully devoted disciples of Jesus who reach out to love our neighbors, serve the hurting, and develop leaders for ministry. Hey, would you give it up for my friend, Leo Okun? Thank you very much, Pastor Dustin. Wow. Good morning, church. It's such a great joy to be with you all, and I'm really, really grateful to be here, thankful to God for allowing me to be here and for allowing uh, you all to partner with International Justice Mission, the organization that I represent. Um, Yeah, yesterday we had a good time with TJ and, and Pastor Dustin. Yeah, it was such a gift to me. Uh, so, yeah, thank you all. Thank you to Don. Thank you to the entire staff, uh, volunteers, and each of you for the privilege to be here. Now, uh, before I go into the sermon for today, I'd like to show you something that we do in my contest, right? When we get in church like this, there's something that we often do to create a lot more community in my contest. So I'm going to teach you. Uh, if I say praise the Lord, you respond hallelujah. If I say hallelujah, you respond back praise the Lord. Are you ready to do that? Yes. Are you ready to do that? Okay. Church, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, hallelujah. Praise Church, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow, you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. So, I, I mean, today I'm going to be sharing with you um, on the subject, Courageous Mission. So this is what, I, this is what I've titled the sermon, Courageous Mission. And so we are going to be reading from Mark chapter 2, reading from verse 1 to 12. Mark chapter 2, reading from verse 1 to 12. If you don't mind, if you have your Bibles, you can open that. But it's also going to be on the screen. Mark chapter 2, reading from verse 1, 3 to verse 12. And I read through quickly. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get to him, Jesus, because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mats the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some teachers of the Lord were uh, sitting there, thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive the sins but God alone? Immediately, immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their heart. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take a mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in the full view of, in the full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. The Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, let me give a quick background uh, to this story and, and to what I want to talk about, about courageous mission. 
Now, in the beginning, in Genesis, in the beginning, God created a world of beauty. God created a world of right relationships. And God created an environment that facilitates fruitfulness of humans, that facilitates the fruitfulness of his creation, that facilitates the fruitfulness of everything that he had created. And so in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, we see that the Bible says, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So God created a world of beauty. God created you and I in his image. So just like God, God created us as image bearers. And so each and every one of us are image bearers of God. And God created a world full of beauty, a world of wholeness. However... The fall of humanity in the Garden of Eden destroyed the relationships among humanity with God and his creation. And so the fall of humanity broke that relationship and devastated the goodness and everything that God had created. And so injustice became a common thing on the face of the earth. And that's why we started seeing, and that's why we are experiencing heartbreaking Practices such as slavery, corruption, murder, abuse of power, greed, and other things. Those things became common as a result of the fall of humanity. And as humans, we refuse to do what is right to correct those things, even though God wanted to correct those things. But in the midst of all this, God did not give up on humanity. God's love, his unconditional love for you and I did not stop him from continuing to love us. And so God started this journey of redeeming us and redeeming humanity from slavery, redeeming humanity from the abuses and exploitation that was going on. He started a journey of righting the wrongs of humanity and restoring all things to its original state as he had created them to be. And so God is continually inviting us to partake in his mission of bringing redemption, wholeness, and justice. God is continually inviting us because God is at work. He sees the exploitation of children. He sees the exploitation of mothers. He sees exploitation of young people. And he invites us on that mission. A renowned missiologist that I like to read about so much by the Condosa Olandi uh, once said that we participate in God's mission by taking sides on behalf of the poor, by becoming a voice for the voiceless and celebrating the prophetic word of liberation and reconciliation. And so Jesus Christ, who continued the mission of God in bringing redemption to us and bringing an end to exploitation, Followed that mission. And no wonder Jesus Christ in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1. He was prophesied and when he was talking about his own mission on earth. Prophesied and said and decreed and said. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. To let the oppressed go free. Hallelujah. And so Jesus, knowing that humanity is devastated and the hearts of men are so wicked, 
came on the cross and died on the cross for our sins. And he didn't stop there. He is still at work bringing redemption and bringing freedom to all of us and to those who are still being exploited today. And so God is actively seeking to bring wholeness to every form of brokenness in our world today. And the good thing is that he wants to do that through us. He wants to do that through us. Because there's so much pain in the world today. There's so much exploitation in the world today. That a five-year-old boy is exploited and made to work six hours a day on the beautiful largest mummy lake in the world. And so God is pained by the exploitation and the slavery that is still taking place in our world today. Beloved, God is devastated by the problem of child slavery on the Volta Lake in Ghana. God is devastated by the problem of online sexual exploitation of children in the Philippines. God is devastated by the problem of sex trafficking, labor trafficking, and border labor in South Asia. God is devastated by the problem of cross-border forced labor trafficking in Cambodia. God is devastated by the problem of gun violence and other forms of injustice in the U.S. God is devastated by the destruction of his beautiful creation in every part of this world. God is devastated by those things. God is devastated by the fact that a 10-year-old girl continues to suffer abuse. God is devastated by the fact that a brother, a sister, a daughter is sold and bought with $50. No human life, no amount of money can buy anybody's human life. And God's heart is broken that in this age today, people are still being exploited, denied to eat, denied to sit on seats, denied to move from where they sleep. They can't decide to do things on their own. God is devastated by that. Now, I want you to take the next couple of minutes. If you don't mind, just breathe in and breathe out the next couple of minutes. And just imagine yourself as this 10-year-old boy being made to work for six hours under the scorching sun. Just imagine being this eight-year-old girl who is sexually abused. And even when you complain about it, nobody cares. Just imagine yourself being taken from your family to a place to be exploited. Just imagine yourself. Now, we want to lament over this. And lament is to grieve before God over this and and connect to the reality of this problem. And you also want to cry out to God that God, you will intervene and bring your deliverance. Hallelujah. But beloved, there is good news in spite of everything that is happening. In spite of the exploitation, there is good news. 
And the good news is that Jesus cares for these people. Praise the Lord. And God is at work to bring redemption. God is at work to end slavery. God is at work. And so no matter what the perpetrators are doing, no matter the dark places that they are, I believe that through the work of Jesus on earth, his light is going to shine in those places and those people are going to experience freedom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How do we then participate in this work that God is doing? Such a great privilege to be invited by God to participate in his work of bringing justice and his work of ending slavery in this world. And the story we read about the paralytic man in Mark chapter 2 gives us a clue. The Bible says that these men went to this man and they carried him. Now one of the ways that we can help end slavery and participate in this work that God is doing is for us to have an experience of being bonded to the situation. We must express feeling to the situation. You know, there are some situations where you hear about an, an issue or about a case, and you say, oh, I'll pray about it. And sincerely, you don't even pray about it. You tell somebody, oh, I'm going to pray for you. But sincerely, deep down in your heart, there's no connection to the reality of the problem. You're not grieved by the problem. But these four men, these men that helped this paralytic man, they were connected to the problem. They bonded to the problem, and they sought out to help him. The second thing is that the Bible says they cared for him. They supported the sick man. So they cared for him. They supported him. They were interested in seeking for his healing. Beloved, God is reaching out to you and I to be interested in seeking for the freedom of those who are still being exploited. Our faith is not just in words. Our faith must be expressed in action. And if God has made you free, if God has offered, has offered us his freedom, he invites us to extend that freedom to others. And so the freedom that I'm enjoying, my ability to move from my house, the ability to go to a restaurant, the ability to walk, the ability to talk to others must not end with us. God invites us to be an instrument in his hand to be seen and to be viewed by him as a people that care for those who are suffering. The Bible says that they persisted against opposition. There were so many opposition. The Bible says the crowd, the crowd had gathered around him. And the crowd became an opposition and hindering them from leading the man to encounter wholeness from Jesus. And that is the same opposition we encounter in our quest to follow Jesus. Distractions will come in our quest to bring freedom to those being exploited. In the work of IJ, there are some situations where we get pelted. Last year, a team of colleagues were going on a rescue and the surrounding community masked up against them and they started pelting the vehicle that the team were in and the police were in. In 2016, we lost three of our colleagues in Kenya. They were murdered in cold blood. That is an opposition. And for each and every one of us, in pursuing the mission of God, we will encounter opposition. And faithfully following Jesus, we will encounter opposition. But hey, Jesus Christ encountered so many opposition. But he said, because of my love for you, because of my love for you, I am not going to give up. Amen. Jesus still came down 
and offered his life for you and I. Even when people were spitting at him, he offered his life for us so that you and I can be seated here this morning. But he did not just do that, so that you and I can be a part of his ongoing work at bringing freedom and, and, and justice to those in the dark places who are experiencing exploitation. Beloved, the people gathered courage. They did the unexpected. They contributed their resources. They made available mats. And through that mat, the moment Jesus saw them with the man on the floor, the Bible says that, and Jesus saw their faith. <laughs> Jesus saw their faith in action. Praise the Lord. Jesus saw their faith in action. Jesus saw their faith in action. And it's my prayer that this morning, our faith will move from being washed, and then our faith will be a faith of action. And when Jesus saw their faith, the Bible says Jesus pronounced forgiveness. He did not just pronounce forgiveness. Jesus pronounced wholeness. And you know what? When Jesus pronounces forgiveness, when Jesus pronounces wholeness, it's not just the paralytic man that gets wholeness. Those of us that become a medium through which God uses to bring his wholeness also experiences wholeness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is awesome. I love Jesus. And so, beloved, I want to invite you. I want to invite you to consider partnering with God and helping to address the problem of slavery in this world. And I know that Jenny is such a great church in doing this. And through the ministry of Jenny, IJM has been able to help bring freedom to thousands of people. Through the ministry of Jenny, IJM has been able to train about 136,000 officials to help strengthen justice system in the various places that we work in so that justice system will work and protect people against violence. And through the ministry of Jenny, over 83,000 brothers and sisters, over 83,000 children have been rescued from oppression. Through the ministry of IGM and the partnership that IGM is in with Jenny. And through this partnership and through your partnership, as we continue to partner with the King of Kings, by the special grace of God, as God is at work, His kingdom will continue to come down on earth so that over 500 million people will be protected from exploitation. You know what? In our faithfulness to partner with God, it is a sign and an affirmation of God's kingdom to look out for those who are suffering. We affirm the kingdom of God when we partner with God to bring redemption to those who are suffering. Beloved, Jesus is the king of kings and he cares for everybody no matter where they are. Even if they are in Sri Lanka, even when they are in Cambodia, even if they are in Philippines, these people are your brothers and sisters. The Bible says we are creating his image and likeness. And so you may not know them by name. You may not know them by face. Oh, but beloved, they are your brothers and sisters. They are like you. They are like me. 
And I want to be remembered for something. If God calls me to eternity, one thing I want to be remembered for is good and faithful servant. And that true mind availability, through my vulnerability. That child didn't die on the lake. Through my vulnerability and availability, that woman didn't die in that exploitation. Why? Because I availed myself to the king of kings to use. Lord, I am ready. Lord, even if I can't be there, Lord, I know that my prayers can get there. Lord, even if I can't be there, I know that my thoughtfulness can get there. Lord, even if I can't be there, I know that my finances can make a difference in that place. And Lord, if you are looking for people to send, oh Lord, send me. Lord, send me. Lord, send us. Lord, send us. Lord, send us. Just speak to God. Ask him to send you. And say, Lord, I'm available. Send me. Wherever you are, just speak to God right now. Ask him to send you. Lord, send us. Lord, we say yes. Lord, please help us. Help us, help us, help us. Help us to say yes. Help us to say yes. And beloved, there are ways that you can decide to work with God through international justice mission. There's going to be a QR code displayed. You can scan the QR code. There's also going to be a table in the lobby. You can pass by and sign up. You can pass by and sign up and be a monthly supporter, be invested in this work of breaking slavery. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you because we know one thing for sure. That Lord, you are at work. That Jesus, you, you love us and you love those who are being exploited. And you even love the perpetrators so much. And Father, every part of this world, wherever exploitation is taking place in this world, Lord, we pray that, oh God, in union together with everybody seated here, Lord, we pray that, oh God, let there be light in those dark places. In the name of Jesus, we pray, send forth your lights. Let abuses come to an end in the name of Jesus. And Lord, grant hope to the victims. Grant them hope. Give them hope. Give them hope. Give them joy. Comfort them, oh God. And Lord, we also avail ourselves. Lord, we are ready. Send us. Send us, oh God. And we say yes. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the weekly podcast from Jordy Christian Church. If this message was a blessing to you, be sure to click the follow button and share it with your family and friends. For more information about Jordy Christian Church, please go to jordychristian.com.